Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast, giving you the best tips on achieving the perfect renovation whilst making it as fun, safe, and as cost-effective as possible by hearing from experts in the industry and people that have been through the experience themselves. Let me introduce your host, four times award winner of world-leading interior design website, House, and over 16 years in the industry, renovating just over 250 properties, James Woodham. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Um, my name is James, and on today's episode, I actually want to talk to you about lead generation websites. Now, what are they? Um, well, look, if you wanted to apply, um, get anyone to do a renovation on your property and you wanted to hire a building company, then uh, the first thing you're probably going to do is you're going to ask your friends and family. Um, but if no one materializes, then you're going to result to going on the internet, uh, some search engines, and just uh, typing in uh, building companies in your local area, right? So, um, but for, for for quite a few years now, there have been these um, websites that have been developing that are called they lead generation websites. There's many of them out there. Uh, some are better than others, and um, you know they they uh, essentially what they do is they have building companies that are their members, um, and then. Uh, you would put a job on. So you would sign up, you'd put a job on for, to do a property, uh, your, your renovation in your home. And then, um, the, that job then gets posted and then, um, all the building companies within your area can see that. And then they have the opportunity to, um, apply for the, uh, the interest of doing that job for you. Um, and then, uh, what happens is, um, if you see it, uh, and you like them, then you can shortlist them or you can um, accept their uh, invite or message. And then what happens is um, the building company actually gets charged um, to get your details. Um, and the other way that the, these websites could uh, that actually work as well is that there's like um, a yearly membership and then um, a small fee for each job that they apply interest to that they're shortlisted on or, or whatever. And, um, or they don't have a membership for the year, but essentially their, um, fees are, their lead fees are a lot higher for each job. Um, so that's how they work. And, um, um, well, that's, that, that's what, that's what they are. But how they work is basically you post on your job. You'd probably put a few pictures as well. You'd probably put a bit of description and, and your postcode. Um, and, and then the, the website actually finds people or suggests people locally to your area. Um, and they're registered tradesmen for this, for this website. Um, and who would be a good fit for you? Um, and it's at this point where you end up making a judgment. As to whether, um, you know, whether this building company is good enough for you. Um, and you need to start considering certain things that, that can help you come to that decision. So first thing, you want to be looking at their profile. Um, you want to be making sure that they've got photos of their work. 
Um, they are very, very nice images and, um, you know, you don't want to be seeing, uh, images of like tools in the way or anything like that. You want to see the quality of the work. Uh, you want to be seeing pictures of the works in between, uh, and maybe pictures of the, the projects that they've done where, um, what it used to look like and what, what it looks like now and how they've made it made to made a difference. Um, and you want to be checking out their reviews and making sure they've got some good reviews. Um, and I think it's at this point where I should say that, uh, it's all good for a building company to have, um, you know, 10 out of 10, but that's probably not always the case. And I think it's quite, um, genuine, quite honest, um, and, um, uh, quite natural for any building company to have the odd negative review as well. Um, obviously you don't want those to be very, very serious, but you, you know, um, it's, it's quite normal. Uh, we are only human at the end of the day. So, um, but the main important thing is to not shy from that negative review. If you find one, uh, you want to be looking into that. You want to be paying as much attention to the good reviews, uh, to the negative reviews as you are, um, the, the, the positive reviews. And, um, the key thing here as well is that you want to look at that review. Uh, that negative review and you want to see how the building companies responded. Have they, prof- have they responded in a professional way? Have they been spiteful? Have they not responded at all? Uh, that should really help you make your judgment too. Um, do they have insurance? They should be really clearly, um, stating and uploading their documents if they can on these websites so that you can check them out as well. Um, and know that they are fully insured. Um, so how do these websites benefit you? Um, because they, they're, they're definitely growing and, uh, getting a lot, uh, a lot, lot, lot of, um, more, more business, uh, for it. And they're making lots of money as well by the, by, by that, I'm sure. Um, so essentially it creates competition. You end up getting about f- up to five companies. Uh, five building companies applying and pitching their services to you, which is really good. Um, and it ends up saving you looking elsewhere. You don't have to go on the internet and spend hours looking at building companies. They come to you. Um, and then they can provide you with peace of mind, hopefully knowing that they're, they've been verified before they've been, uh, accepted a membership on these websites, uh, and before they're contacting you as well. So what information do you need to be putting down when you're posting these jobs? Um, these sites require a large um, amount of advertising to be on the first page of any search engine. So um, to do that, they have to have a large budget um, and then they have to find that money elsewhere. So um, that's the that's the reason why they, they charge these lead fees, I'm sure. Um, and these lead fees can end up um, charging anything from, from a few pounds, uh, to 40, 50 pounds. Um, if you've got a large job, like an extension or a loft conversion or something like that, you could probably end up, um, knowing that the, uh, the, the building company, uh, is being charged like 40 pounds to, to, to get your details. Now, if you work that out on the terms of how many people you shortlist, that could end up meaning that this, these these lead generation sites are getting five times that amount of money. Um, and you're only um, accepting uh, one of the, one of the uh, 
one of the, uh, the, the, the building companies. Um, so just have that in the back of your mind when you're, 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 um, bit quick trigger on the, uh, quick on the, uh, the trigger and shortlisting, um, just any building company. You want to be, uh, really considerate, considering that they have to pay to get your details. Um, so, um, it's because, uh, the building companies actually have to pay to get your details, um, that they are a bit hesitant in some areas, um, in applying their interest and they, they are very selective in types of the jobs that they, they, uh, want to be going for as well. And they really look at it on the basis of, are you putting down, are you putting any photos up of the property already? Are you putting any, uh, floor plans up? Um, are you letting them know about, uh, your budget and how much you can afford. Are you giving a clear description of the works as well? Um, a good way of doing that is actually bullet pointing a complete list of everything that you need done. And if that helps going, going room from room, that would be even better for, for these building companies to really understand that. Um, your ideal start date, you should be mentioning when you want these works to start because uh, if you don't, then you're going to get a building company that might be busy for the next two weeks and you're actually expecting someone to start next week. So then, you know, uh, it's just that they've paid money to be shortlisted. So really, you know, try to give that information as well. Um, when you need the works completed by, super important, you need to be telling them um, what your expectations are in terms of um, I need this complete by the end of the summer. I need this complete by Christmas. Um you need to be given some kind of indication so that they know whether um, it can match with the current workload that they've got on, whether they've already booked in a customer for that time. Um, you need to be, uh, you know, just trying to give that information. If you're purchasing the products as well, um, or do you, do you want them to do that for you? Um, a lot of building companies have connections to trade accounts. They can offer you a discount uh, for those products. Um and uh, they can probably end up earning a little bit of money uh, for doing all of the legwork and getting the products to site and stuff like that. Um, but if you're purchasing everything, um, then really the control is in your hands and the quality is in your hands as well. And you want to be relying on these building companies' uh, knowledge to tell you whether something is good or bad. Um, they've got a lot of experience in working with certain websites that provide you with these products and um, these websites might have a very bad after-sales service. The quality of the materials might be coming from certain countries that are not great in terms of quality. So, um, And you would not really know this information until you speak to a, a building company. So uh, really rely on their opinion. Um, do you own your, the, the, the property um, and do you have permission to um, – uh, do the project you, you know if you're thinking about moving some walls in in the property uh and your property is situated with uh in a, in a complex with a management uh company um that that looks after those properties then you need to be uh probably liaising with them and 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 uh, uh applying for some kind of permission uh by them and it, it, that could just mean some written permission that you're allowed to do uh, certain types of works in the property. Um, but if you're just like, you know, uh, buying the property, but it's not really yours yet, you need to be telling these building companies that because, um, as we all know, property sales, they fall through. Um, and, uh, you don't want to be finding yourself, 
uh, with some upset tradesmen because they've uh, been doing, um, you know, all of the work thinking that, uh, they, that you own the property and, and, and when you actually don't. So it's good to be honest from the beginning about that too. Um, and then they can make a decision for themselves. Um, what to do when someone applies interest? Well, Read the message first. Um, so if they're trying to contact you and uh, they're interested in the job, definitely, definitely read the message first. Don't just shortlist straight away. Uh, they might be uh, giving you some vital information in there. They might be telling you that they're interested, but they can't uh, visit for the next week, and that might not be no good for you. Um, so really good idea to just read the message. Check out their profile, like I said. Have a look. Make sure you're happy with everything. Um, be prepared for them to contact you. Um, and by that, I mean, um, uh, if you're, if you're putting out, if you're posting a job at 9am in the morning and they're trying to contact you an hour later and you're in work, you can't answer the phone. Um, then, uh, that's no, that's no good for no one. So you want to be telling them when they can contact you as well, arrange maybe for a better time for them to, to call you back. You don't want to be caught. Um, you know, you don't want to be in a loud place, um, when they're trying to ask you, um, you know, some vital information, vital questions about your, your, your projects and what you're looking for. So, uh, pick a quiet pa- uh, place and that, that might just mean that you, they have to wait until you're home. So you want to be telling them that as well. Um, ask them a few questions. Try and gauge, uh, to see whether you're going to be comfortable with these people coming to your house. Um, you can sometimes get a feeling as, uh, of, of someone by just listening to their voice and kind of questions they ask, whether they sound pushy, whether they are very very charming and very nice and very informative. So you want to just um, uh, ask them a few questions as well, uh, just to, to to gauge that and see if you can feel comfortable. Arrange a site visit as soon as possible. Um, definitely, definitely don't agree with anything without them visiting site. More than likely, any building company anyway is going to tell you that they can't agree with anything without visiting site. They can't probably even give you any kind of indication on cost without visiting site. Um, there's a lot of um, different scenarios to consider. Uh, so always going to site is the best option. Um, so arrange one as quickly as possible. Um, don't cancel less than 24 hours. Um, just have some consideration for that, I think, as well. Um, you know, uh, if you... If you do need to cancel, let them know, give them plenty of time so they can book uh, other customers in. And um, if you are, are, are canceling, then give them the reason why you're canceling as well. Um, and if it's not, if it's not them, tell them it's not them because they, they, they will think that um, you're no longer interested in their company. Uh, so you, you want to be uh, open and honest about that. And if you decide to go with someone else, explain why you made that decision Give them some crit, uh, critical feedback as well. Um, it's only going to make them better, and we only want good tradesmen out there doing good jobs. We don't want cowboys. So, um, and if so, if you don't know, um, if you don't tell them what they've done wrong or or what they've not done right, um, or you know, you want to be telling them that because then they can they can definitely definitely improve. They will take that on board. Um, so, in the end, just to summarise, I believe that these sites are good and bad, but I do have a few questions um, about them. You know, how do they balance the monitoring of the the quality of the kind of work and competence of these? Uh, building companies just if they're sitting behind a computer and they don't really meet them physically. Um, so, uh, that's one question I would, I would like to ask them. Um, and, 
uh, you know, if, if, if a bad building company is doing something wrong and they're on these websites, do they just ban them? Um, or do they go further? Um, do, do the websites hold themselves accountable because they have recommended or shortlisted or, you know, they've recommended these building companies to you at the end of the day. Uh, so I think some kind of responsibility needs to come from their side. Um, on the other hand, I wonder, um, whether their, their platforms are big enough to handle the communication that goes on between building companies and homeowners. Um, uh, so I would probably recommend that they have some kind of communication that flows through like a diary of each um, conversation you have with the building company so that they are uh, being recorded and it's something to fall back on as well. Um, how do they handle negative uh, reviews? Do they give the building company a chance? Do they give a fair chance for the building company to respond? Um, and um, what about disputes as well? If you end up having a dispute with a building company that you found from one of these lead generation sites, um, do they assist with any of the complaint issues? If you're logging a complaint or you're suing a building company or the building company is suing you, how do they get involved? Because surely they 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 do have a a part to play in this um they can't just sit back and uh let this happen now um i would personally recommend that all communication is passed through these websites just for that fact alone um it's always good to 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 have that um now i did offer one of these websites to come on and speak about their services but i didn't get a response so i would also now like to extend that out to anyone else that's listening that maybe works at one of these um, lead generation websites. Maybe uh, you're the owner of one and uh, you would like to come on the podcast and share how you're doing good for society uh, and homeowners um, and building companies alike. Um, but uh, furthermore, if you are one of our listeners and you're a building company or you're a homeowner and you have experienced these websites um, and you've got a story that you want to share with us, then great. Um, come into our Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. Uh, go and check that out. And uh, I would um, definitely be looking out for your message and uh, I will respond as soon as I see them. Um, don't forget our blog is also... Uh, a great place to go to check out for some uh, good, valuable information uh, and previous episodes as well. PropertyRenovationPodcast.com. Go and check that out. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram and uh, like uh, the stuff that we put on there as well. There's always every week some short snippet of um, uh, helpful advice that goes out every Tuesday. So uh, check that out as well. And we're on Twitter um, and uh, listen if you liked this uh, episode then uh, and you feel like you want to leave us a review then uh, please go on to iTunes or Stitcher or any of your uh, players and um, leave us a review there as well I, we would really 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 appreciate it we, we read every single one of them and uh, it all all helps so uh, until the next episode thank you very much for listening speak to you soon if you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you're able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. 
It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today.